Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. get through that without laughing i don't know but i'm sue funk and i'm danielle from brands by bravo and we're here to recap season two of real housewives of new york city yes the real wait what am i forgetting i'm forgetting the name of our podcast the real like housewives of rewatch is real, who we are. sorry it was just had new york in my head and i was like the real what yes welcome to the real housewives of rewatch i promise I know where I am, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the time. Um, we're a little bit more with it than Kelly Ben Simone. Um, so Listen, if you only watch one episode, you'll think she's normal. Yeah, that's true. She, to- she totally comes off no- normal, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Because yes. the New York Post has come out and Cindy Adams has a column that shouts out the fact that the Roni ladies are like what was it? It was like something like they're bitch fighting. I, I, Avery. the real cat fights of New York is what the article was titled, and that's how season two kicks off. Is literally Cindy Adams, a maven of New York City gossip. Have you ever like? Did you ever read Cindy Adams' column? No, which is surprising. I probably have. Maybe I didn't know it was her. I think my favorite part of this opening is that they had physical newspapers and like yeah. Alex had to go to the corner store to buy the newspaper. And that doesn't even feel that long ago, but it just knowing articles and whatnot now, anything that's printed, I feel like is also online. Like they would have just looked up the article online. Yeah. And that's just, that wasn't the way it was. Or if it was like people didn't automatically think that way. You were like, oh, yeah. I've got to get the paper. To but set also- the scene as well, as you know, I'm a date person. It's this premiered February 2009, okay. but it's filmed in the summer of 2008. Okay. So I like to look it up. I feel the years are always super important. You so know, were you in New in... York City by then, or were you still in college? No, I was in college. All right. So Obama's first presidency. I was still in the city. I was working at about.com. I mean, I was in the city the whole time this thing was on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's actually... I think I moved after Roni 
ended. So I think technically maybe I I left New York when Roni left New York. <laughs> left the air. Real Roni was done. You were done. Um, yeah, I don't want to live in a city without Roni. Yeah. So <laughs> this article is it, it shows Bill. Bill. I'm gonna keep calling him Bill because I. I hope you all know when I say Bill, I'm talking about Bethany and Jill. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Bill is together at Jill's house and Alex and Simon are home. So it shows them reading the articles. And Ramona and, reading it to Avery. Yes, Ramona goes and reads it to Avery. And the whole thing started because Simon did an interview. With the New Yorker. Or like with the, yeah, with New, New York, York magazine. magazine. Sorry, not and the New Yorker. And he says that Jill is from Long Island and it shows... Girl. And now we have to talk for at least an hour about this. Like, I cannot. I'm sorry. Why is that a bad thing? I don't know, but I know the condescending tone he had it. And I'm like, excuse me, you're, you know what? I'm going to pull it. You're not even from America. And you're going to come here and you're going to shit on Long Island. I mean, the birthplace of many, many famous people Jerry Seinfeld, Mariah Carey. Yeah. I Jill mean, Zarin. We can no. go on and on, but I mean, I no. do understand that there's a negative connotation from being from Long Island. I mean, we all saw the nanny. We all know that voice. We all know, like, even though she's from Queens, everyone associated her with Long Island. Janice, well, Queens from is Friends. on the same island, although Queens and Brooklyn people don't like to admit that. No, I, I land wise, yes. they are on Long Island. They are yeah. just a borough. It's a Manhattan. great big fish, and everybody's yes. on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I absolutely. I just, it made me laugh. But, okay, to put in perspective, though, for our New Yorkers, there's, or non-New Yorkers, on Long Island, there's the North Shore and the South Shore of Long Island. And these are two very separate communities and types of people. Mm -hmm. And one of the first times we took my friend's boyfriend to Long Island, we went to this restaurant, Patricia's, on the South Shore. Okay. And we had to expressively tell him, this is not where we are from. I am from the North Shore. Wow. We are not South Shore people. Like, we made sure he knew these. this is not us. So I understand her taking that slight offense to even the mention of Long Island. That's a take. So I'm from Garden City and I'm in the middle. You're mid-island, which is, So, like, I had no feeling. I felt like the only thing is, is, like, the South had better beaches. Yes. And, like, the North had fancier houses. I'd rather live in Pennsylvania than on the South Shore of Long Island. Like, that is how strong it is. Wow. And probably most people from the North Shore would feel the same. Wow. (laughs) Guys, Long Beach and Freeport are beautiful places. Don't let Danielle scare you. Also, for non-New Yorkers, just so you know the distance, Long Island is like like 30 minutes to go north to south. So we're talking like not very far. I guess I drive fast because I was always like, it takes 15 minutes to get anywhere. I know, down 135, you know, 20 minutes end to end. But if you're talking all the way, water to water. That's the Seaford Oyster Bay highway and you definitely get caught speeding because it's a straightaway and the cops wait there all the time so do not speed on that if you go to long island and decide to go north shore to south shore then maybe this podcast inspires you too it's fine i knew this happened i knew there was no way you and i could move past a comment on long island without spending five minutes discussing i yeah i was just like what the fuck simon yeah you don't even like i was like simon name like five other towns besides the hamptons no, you yeah, don't know. Yeah, you're gonna shit on Long Island, but you're gonna go to the Hamptons, sir. Yeah. That's on Long Island, okay? No, okay. Mm-mm. I will defend that place. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's my home. I know. And then Jill, though, in retaliation to the Long Island slander, 
goes and in her interview says Simon drinks too much uh, because at one party he like fell down drunk. Which Three times. She knew what she was doing saying that though. She oh, knew yeah. what she was implying. But she immediately knew she shouldn't have said it either, which she says to Bethany. <laughs> Bethany, you go in like a raging piranha. <laughs> That's how you strike back. She's, Which, Bethany says she has a diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah, she just goes in on Jill. And Jill's yeah. like, yep, yep, that's me. That's, I, I, you're right. <laughs> also, it's not the time that it's said to Jill, but Simon does say to Alex, he says, is Jill going to get out of high school? And now it's not the iconic line that we all know because he's just saying it to Alex. Yes. But I did think it was like a little nugget, like, ooh, knowing that's going to come back later. Well, and I thought the same thing about Bethany saying to Jill, like, the way that she acts when she feels at all threatened is to, like, lash out at people Mm -hmm. and not let go, like a raging piranha. And I feel like that is also foreshadowing of the sad, you know, spoiler alert, demise of Bill. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i also noticed they're they're in the moments they're talking heads way more glammed up oh like, yeah for they sure. were like oh i'm on tv i need to get my hair and makeup done but the lighting was also better too like i feel like they yeah. like the, the budget is definitely better this season agree agree um so then jill calls alex um <laughs> and alex doesn't want to talk to her she wants to pass with simon and i love that she's like no i called you not yeah. simon and simon's yeah. like i gotta go to work i'm getting out of here and he didn't want yeah. anything to do with it but did you clock that like alex is sitting on the same futon that like everyone you knew owned in the early aughts like yes. it was just like it was such From an ikea I- it was the ikea wood futon and uh i bet you she had it in college and she's probably had it since and brought it to brooklyn with her and it's probably traveled to like seven apartments and you just don't you know those are built to last you don't get rid of those futons i'm just their home never ceases to amaze me but the the kids had a really fun playhouse in the corner so that looked like those children had a wonderful childhood i'll give you that yeah no they they were they're great parents alex and simon Weird parents, but good parents, I feel like. <laughs> agree, agree. But, so then the next, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the next thing is seeing Alex and Simon go to the Hamptons. Wait, no, you forgot the best part of the Alex Oh, what did I forget? Okay. I had a feeling I forgot call. something there. Because Alex says that the reason why Jill calls out Simon is because she's jealous. Right, the jealous. Oh my God, Jill's Aaron. I hate when housewives pull the jealousy thing as a reason for any motivation mm-hmm. because to me it just shows they're not thinking deep enough about the situation and it's just like the easiest card to pull. Oh yeah. And it's never about jealousy for the most part. Definitely not this time. And Jill Zarin not jealous of Alex and her Brooklyn no. house. No, no, no. Definitely not. Um but yes, then there is oh Bethany also, in response to the jealous remark, does her cringy, oh, no, she didn't. Oh, I, I know. Like, I can't. I, like, oh, don't even write it in my notes because I want to pretend it didn't happen. I was like, you, you, nobody told you or were we still allowing? It's 2008, so probably no one said anything yet. <sighs> Wait, it just reminded me of, oh, God, you could maybe cut this later. Just The Office, totally random, Office TV show, my favorite cold open ever is the fire drill. And it's when Dwight sets off a fake fire and they're all mm-hmm. running around trying to escape. And then Stanley passes out and Michael 
is yelling at Stanley, you can't die. Obama is president. We have a black president. <laughs> and again, just because it was 2008, it just made me think of that, of like, I don't where... think that's something that we need to cut cut out. It's a great moment. It's literally television. the greatest cold open of a TV show. And if you haven't, even if you've never even watched The Office, look it up, watch the first two minutes. It's called The Fire Drill. It aired, it aired after the Super Bowl and it's actually what like made The Office insanely popular. Um, it was the time slot and they knew they had to like grab everyone. The Super Bowl ended and they aired an episode of The Office. There's been like a lot of talk about it. It's the best cold open I've ever seen in my life. And so I'm sad I put it on. It's also on Peacock. And as of this recording, you can no longer watch Housewives on Hulu. So if you're looking yes. frantically on where you can watch along with us, you have to go to Peacock. But then you get to watch The Office and Parks and Rec and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Brooklyn Nine Nine's going there, so like, you'll you'll be fine. Also, they're having a deal right now. You can pay like twelve. Ma- this is not an ad. I wish Peacock, please sponsor us. Yeah, come but on over. Peacock. Not an ad. You can get it. I think I signed up for like a dollar ninety nine a month, which is very cheap. Or you can just pay for the year, and you can pay like thirteen dollars for the year or something like that. So, anytime I think of Peacock, all I can think of is one of my favorite movies, The Other Guy, where Mark Wahlberg just screams, "I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly." <laughs> Um, I don't know if I know that one. This, this episode's anyway. called Tangents. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You know, it's, it's Season two, episode two, I mean, episode one, Tangent City. Um, so they go to this Hamptons house, and I'm going to post a photo when this episode comes out, because it just killed me. I, need, I wish I knew where in the Hamptons this was. I don't know why I feel like it's like in Bridgehampton or something, but like... This rental, the photo, the Van Camp rental house, and like seeing it for like three episodes up against the ladies in the houses they own, it's just amazing. It's oh, actually yeah. not that bad on the inside. It's the outside that looks like a horror, though. Oh no, it's like, and it's funny because they show the house next to it, and it literally just looks like night and day. It's just like, yeah. who kept this house up? What confu- Oh, we when we meet her, but what confuses two things the confusing most about the rental. It looks like the bed Alex and Simon have to share as a twin. Did you notice how small that bed was upstairs? I didn't, but I don't doubt it. Listen, as someone who is very particular about a bed, it's a king or nothing. Like, we just were in Europe, and, like, finding king-sized beds Ooh, in Europe is not, this is really it's not, not really easy. a thing. They like to push two twins together, which I guess is fine, but... Mm, no, it's not. Yeah. And then also it had the most amazing pool, this rental house. Like oh, yeah. I would stay in this house for the pool. The pool was incredible. Well, that's like what the masseuse pool with said. with a rental house in the Hamptons, it's so expensive. So it's owned by a masseuse who yes. randomly ended up giving Bethany and Jill a massage because she wasn't the masseur that was supposed to show up. And then she shows up out of nowhere and owns this house that they are renting and she tells them that they're renting and like Jill's like foaming at the mouth at how excited she is about that fact yeah because she knows the house ain't all that no god no 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 it's it's eclectic and honestly like I would stay there but like I'm not a housewife so yeah um Um, and then also I love when they like panned from showing the rental house to then going right to Lou's house and her Hampton house is, is insane. Beautiful. That house beautiful. is insane. Like I, I don't remember my it mom being too as amazing. if she sold that. Um, <laughs> but uh, Lou is hanging out with Jill and Jill's giving her the tea on the Alex and Simon situation. And Lou is just like, 
oh, I hate people who think they're better than others. It's mm-hmm. the worst. And it's just do you, like... Do you feel like even just probably, what, we're 20 minutes into the episode that it just felt instantly like a more cohesive show? Oh, 100%. It just felt so much easier to watch. You could see the relationships. Yeah. It felt so much less. It was just so nice. That was like one of my notes. Well, I feel and, like. And you can they, see over the time, too, that they became better friends. Yeah, can, that's the thing. They all actually know one another and have gone on press tours and have had real conversations with one another. I'm sure they've gone out to dinner more than once since the show wrapped, or at least for drinks. And they all just seem. Like, there's just such a better flow of the entire mm-hmm. show. Yeah. 100%. Um, so... Then they go to a party. A One quick thing also about the masseuse. Um, the fact that they're shocked that they know somebody in common. Just, like... I don't get when people are shocked that people from New York or Long Island know one another. Because, like we were saying, they're islands. Like, yes, there's lots of people, but you're still in a very small vicinity. And, like, yeah. everybody freaking knows each other. Like, you're, we're all... Anyone who lives in New York is six degrees of separation from each other at some yeah, point. Yeah, my brother-in-law just texted me about someone that he worked with two years ago that came up as a suggested friend because they're, like, my Facebook friend. He's like, how do you know him? I was like, how do you know him? How did you know that guy? For he dated someone I went to high school with, oh, okay. and then my friend dated his friend, and we used to hang out. See, it's a tangled web in New York. You and I, I'm certain, could do a deep dive and find some connections. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> multiple. Um, all right. Uh, also in the house, there's a TV in the boys' room, and like Simon really plays up, like, oh, maybe we'll allow it just for vacation. And then Alex, this is when you were saying that they're a good parent. That I totally agree. I loved her philosophy on, like, if you kids want a television in your room, you have to figure out how to get it wired, how to pay for the TV, pay for the cable installation, wait for the cable guy. I was just like, that is freaking genius. That's exactly my parents. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I never grew, I never had a TV in my room. I would have gotten one way earlier if they had given me that option. I yeah. was determined. No, I, I was never allowed one, so I was I was on her side on that. What do you need your TV in your room for? Hang out um, with your family. We were very, as you no, can tell, but when from you my go TV to bed, session, you can watch all the late night shows. Then I would no, no. And this is why I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm so used to falling asleep <laughs> to television. Um. Anyway. So, 
What are we? Then they go to this party, some random party. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what the party is. It was but they the socialite party because that's why we know that Alex and Simon will show up. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. The socialite party. Um, Jill calls it pedestrian. Yeah. Um, it did kind of look like. It did kind of look like anybody's house party on Long Island that you could go yeah. to. So she wasn't totally wrong in her comment. Um, and we also get a great Jill high in this moment. We got a high. She does a really good one coming in. Um, but then too. Jill and Alex and Simon all see each other and, and they all make up. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. I wrote like there was such a lead up to this like confrontation that they're going to have. And it was one of the most civil exchanges that I've seen on a housewife's show where they were both just like, I'm wrong. I was also wrong. I'm sorry. I am also sorry. Let's not treat each other that way. Let's go have a drink. Which Simon was actually friends. Simon also thought it was really funny. He was like, I love that she calls me an alcoholic and then make it up. She's like, I'm going to buy you a drink. (laughs) She said, let's go take shots. She doesn't drink. So, yeah, I thought that was funny, too. But I'm not surprised because that's how real friends actually make up fun. But that's about it for the party. Nothing, nothing much else. And then we get Mario and Ramona talking. Uh, They go to dinner. And I could have lived, I wrote, I could have lived a lifetime without seeing Mario lick drinks (laughs) off of Ramona. Oh, my God. Because, like, they spill drinks. Like Listen, somebody they got some drinks. hot chemistry, though. That clearly was not the problem in their marriage. They do, but I feel like also he is a horn dog because he was, like, checking out every woman on the street that walked yes. by. And it just, like, made me feel uncomfortable for her because I knew that she yes. really wanted, like, a strong, committed relationship, and it did not feel like that. Yeah, and then we got one of my least favorite things that they love to do on Housewives, which is question a husband's sexuality. Oh, well, it was even worse because they were like, maybe he's conf- maybe he's bi or like, you know, confused. confused. And I was like, oh man, we were so mean to bi people. Come on. Um, I know. I, I hated that conversation so much. I just. But then they were also like, can men be confused? I thought it was just women, which I was just like, what sexuality book is Mario reading from? The Bible? I, I don't. I Definitely. can't. Yeah, they they are not uh, educated in that department on how to not be offensive. (laughs) Yeah, but um, the restaurant looked nice. Uh, (laughs) It did, yeah, yeah. And her Cosmo Cosmo drink. It was outdoor seating, too, Mm -hmm. before the pandemic. The pandemic. um, (laughs) The pandemic. We did used to sit on the sidewalk still. Um, Then we get... Kelly for the first time, right? Is this... mm-hmm. They go to Bobby Vans, which is like a very well-known yeah. place that still exists. Like, it's still in Bridgehampton. It survived the pandemic. Um, and yeah, Lou Lou is the one who's bringing Kelly into the fold. Um, she they says she's an equestrian. Models. They know each other from like the Hampton Classic. Yes. I don't think they know each other very well, but no. not strange enough. Like, I didn't feel... Like they knew each Yeah, I don't know. Their lunch was interesting. Their lunch was very interesting because um, Kelly brings up her husband, the famous Jill Ben Simon. Yes, I did some Googling on that. So there's a 24 age, 24 year age difference. Okay. She was 29. He was 53 when they got married. 
does not surprise me. They were married for eight years and had two kids. Obviously, he was previously married before that. Mm-hmm. And I know him from America's Next Top Model. I was about to say, it was like, he was just the photographer from Top Model. Like, I know he has probably had an outstanding long career, but that is all my, oh, yeah. I know him no. from. Like, I remember knowing that when Kelly got on. Yeah. Being like, Ben Simone, I know that name. <laughs> And uh, she's like, did you ever work with him? And, like, Luann has to, like, come clean with the fact that she was basically the softer side of Sears uh, catalog queen. Uh, But which, no shame in that game. I'm sure she made a good amount of money doing that. And she Mm -hmm. was also, like, an Italian TV star, which... I want to know more about. <laughs> I know, I know. We don't, we never get enough of that. But yeah, Kelly wrote a book in 2006 called The Bikini Book. Yes. He had done that prior to Housewives. And here's the thing. Um, it looked like a thick book, but like how much and what does she say is what I want to I don't know. know. I think it's like the history of the bikini. I don't know. I did like, it's on Amazon for some reason. It's like $55. I should have looked on like thrift books for it. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because I don't. I just can't imagine there's, for such a small piece of clothing, I can't believe there was such a large tome written. Um, and Kelly, Kelly just goes on and on about how she's a writer, which is a She's a writer girl. Me. She's our first writer girl of New yeah. York. And she, like, she writes a column called The Socialite. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she goes into basically what Danielle just talked about. You You talked about the... Um, history of her marrying Jill and she's uh, just like oh um, it's our marriage slowly ended and we talk four times a day <laughs> I was like yeah yeah she's like, but we're in great terms that is um, can I also amounts. say she is so effortlessly stunning oh yeah in the lunch scene like I could not take my eyes off of her she also her didn't head. want to drink and Lou did which I yes. thought was really, I was like, that's how you're effortlessly stunning, is that you're having a cappuccino in the middle of the day. I just couldn't believe how beautiful, like, looking at her, like, of course you were a model. Like, you were so oh, yeah. beautiful on camera. Um, Kelly also says she's never met Jill because Lou invites her to Jill's event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting also the way they cut this. They had her meet with Lou first, then they did Kelly's whole intro package. Yeah. And in the intro package is her running in the street in New York City. It's a very short clip and it's not the long iconic running clip, but it's a short clip of her running in the street. I've had friends of mine spot her doing that. And I'm just How like How did you miss her? She's like six feet tall, gazelle. But like running Manhattan. Can I just say to anyone listening who is considering going to New York or is in New York and thinking maybe I should jog where the cars drive, you fucking moron, do not do that. <laughs> like that Never, ever do just that. Just seeing Unless... her do that makes me irrationally angry as someone who dri- has drives and has driven through New York City. I'm just yeah. like, I would want to murder you because there's, like, you're already have, you already have to drive 20 miles per hour and then you have this white woman running in front of you. No. Unless she's trying to get hit by a taxi and have a lawsuit. No. No. I did used to say I was one city bus away from paying off my student loans. <laughs> when I lived in New York. I'm like, come on, just, just come a little tappy. I could break yeah. a leg for a lawsuit. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and then, uh, so during Kelly's package, she talks about um, all the, wait, the, oh, 
No, this isn't in the package. This is her and Lou talking. And Lou really slyly tries to work into the conversation. Oh, remember when I ran into you? And you were with a much younger man. Yes. And she wanted a reaction from Kelly. And Kelly gave her nothing. She was like, yeah. So. Nothing. Nothing. And Lou was like, yeah, I thought, good for you. You're with a younger man. She tried again. And, like, Kelly's just like, yep. I can pull young dudes. <laughs> like, and then. As she should, looking like that. Yeah, looking and like then that. she talks about all the dudes. And this is the only thing that I have in common with Kelly Benson <laughs> is that I am surrounded by men no matter where I go. There's businessmen, gay men, straight men, bi men, you know, like. <laughs> and the, the, in the package, though, there's like, there's all these dudes at her house. And I'm like, but who are they to you? Because it almost looks like a Ralph Lauren ad where there's just random people at your pool. And I'm I love just that they like, were in their equestrian attire poolside. I was like, did you not bring a bathing suit? Yeah. It also, was post real. horseback, as, as a horse girl, <laughs> I was a horse girl, and I used to ride in the summer, you would never stay in your clothes. They smell disgusting. And you would immediately get in the pool because you'd be sweating because you're just wearing pants and boots and a jacket and a shirt in the summer and it's so hot and you just have to ride a horse in it like immediately you would change you would never stay in that so i don't know what was happening in that scene yeah no that was but also they're fancier than me so they probably weren't mucking stalls i imagine but still you would not stay in those clothes you would be so gross and sweaty you would not stay in them riding in the summer is it's a lot that's kelly's like and then there's gonna be kelly time and like that's when something really fun happens and i was like I don't know what that means, and I don't think she does either. Yeah, yeah. And then I love that they go over to Bill in the pool, <laughs> Bethany and Jill, and Jill is doing her classic thousand questions to Bethany, who says she does know Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that I see in myself where I relate to Jill because I am the questionnaire. That is just <laughs> I ask. I I would do what Jill is doing. Like when my husband gives me information. He has learned to say at the end of giving me the information, and that is all the information I know. So I don't follow up with seven more questions because I have a habit of doing that. I don't know her favorite color. I don't know if she wants to get married. Leave me alone, Jill. Yeah, no, that's literally what my husband does. And he's like, I don't know why. Where do you come up with these? And I don't know. It's an inherent thing wanting to know the knowledge. But yeah, I just want to know everything. That's all. Bethany has seen Kelly at parties basically that's how she knows her that's like yeah, and she's our socialite yeah and she doesn't front that they're friends or anything she- then we go to jail's charity event and, and Lou's kids are supposed to help stuff the bags mm-hmm. for this charity event and her kids did not show up and I am honestly shocked because I watched a few more episodes that this just was like not brought up again and that is quite shocking that this was like let go well, or if it was brought up again they didn't show it on and not to jump around too much but like Ramona comes and then like Ramona like kind of Irish goodbyes and like Lou makes a big deal of it and I was like oh Lou you are a freaking Svengali genius because you're just like oh yeah sure I didn't show up to help but look at Ramona leaving mm-hmm. early and here I am being so wonderful and I was just like come on um, also did you clock that Jill and Bethany referred to Simon and Alex as Silex. No, I missed that. Oh, my God. Yeah, she Is that what we have to call them now? Silex. Bill and Silex? Bill and Silex. Yeah. Um, 
So I thought that I was, was also good. shocked that Luann's husband was there. And it's confusing when she calls him Alex. Because then I'm like, oh, I didn't even which clock Alex that he are you was talking there? about? You can't have two Alexes on the show. <laughs> I didn't clock that he was there at all. So. He was. He was in the, he was like, they showed him on the step and repeat really quick. Ah, uh, that was probably yeah. for as long as he was there. But <laughs> And I and saw Brad is there also. Too. So at the moment, they're still friends with Brad. Jill's gay husband and Brad's and that's the thing that they put on the screen whenever Brad appears too so I guess Brad yeah, they literally his a... title cards is Jill's gay husband yeah and it's the first time Kelly and Ramona are meeting they have a nice little cute like mom conversation about yeah. their kids very classic moms who meet for the first time yeah it was very benign and not super interesting Tina Turner really wants to be part of this podcast um so that was basically it oh okay wait, the mic forgot right at the end we were i wonder if we're gonna say the same thing is it about the skinny girl logo yes yes <laughs> which also i'll be posting a photo of this logo because while i agree with some of bethany's critique of her own logo yeah her it just shows how toxic her brand is and what she's striving for the logo issue is that the butt's big and the like. Look how big those like thighs are. It's so big. She's so big. It's supposed to be skinny girl, and uh, she's not skinny. She's fat. And yeah. I will say, it's a little bit more of a zoftig figure, if you will. This logo it's disproportionate, and yeah. so that's why it looks odd. But the like, it looks like you took the corners of a photo and stretched it out. Like that's yeah. that was the issue. She blew up the logo, so it distorted the way it looked. But it's just the way she goes about it. But I love Bethany turns to Alex and wants her help. And I didn't know Alex was like a graphic designer. And she's like, it's rare, I feel like, to see Bethany ask for help in that way. And she mm-hmm. like really wanted Alex's help and opinion and how to fix it. And Alex like absolutely was there to be like, sure, I got you. So I guess I was wondering at this time, do you think Alex is still working for Victoria's Secret? Probably, possibly. I don't know, because how long they were in that Hampton house for a while. How many vacation days could she have? I mean, working from home or remote wasn't necessarily a crazy thing for a designer to do back then. Like, yeah, but I used to they, work from she made home no all the time. mention of it. That's what I found interesting. In 2008, I would work from home. Yeah. I don't and know like, if she a could lot be, of but moms they made... were allowed to work from home at my company because of their kids and stuff. So like Yeah. I think with like the digital age people were allowed to more than we remember. But I also could have seen her quitting after season one too. Yeah. I mean, that would be... I mean, I don't know how much money they would be making that would be great for her to quit her job. Cause I don't think they make like a ton, especially not to put in up season with one, but they lifetime. probably got paid a lot for season two. But to put up with or that Or at least lifestyle. probably equal. Yeah. And also you got to think they're doing sponsorships and this, that stuff. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll come up later. Maybe. But we'll yeah, see. that's the episode. I loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, this season, just, and then this season on is just, uh, I'm so excited to recap all of these episodes and to put out new episodes every Wednesday. Um, I hope you guys like that they're nice and early because I'm an early riser. So I try and get them out so that you can download them and listen to them on your commute or while you're cooking your breakfast. Um, Maybe your morning jog in front of a taxi cab. No, you're not going to do that, are you? 
Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all. Do you have anything to plug yeah. or anything you wanted to say at the end? No, no. Just thanks for listening as always. We love you. And um, that's it. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.